Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ken, I know I've said it before, but I'm really excited about tonight's show. Me too. It's, uh, I remember the last time... Vividly, we had Franken from uh, Golden Coast Mead. It was like... You remember it vividly? I do, because it was like sitting through a master's level college course, but getting to drink through it. I had a good time. I hope you took notes, because I don't remember a damn thing. (laughs) It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy. With me, as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And yes, as you can tell, we've got Frank, co-founder from Golden Coast Mead, back in the studio. Frank, welcome back. Thanks. This is epic to be back. It's it's been so long since I've seen you. You brought some new people along with you. You brought uh, James, your new CEO, and I, he he made me laugh like belly laugh harder than I have in a while. Apparently, he got CEO by default just because he's drank his way through your product line. He's invested so much that you, deci- <laughs> you decided to make him, make him CEO. He also helped build Skynet. Oh, you did in real oh, life. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> I'm not gonna mess with that joke right there. Welcome, James, and you have uh, Chris, your head of operations. And uh, sorry you had to miss your D&D night for this. I, I apologize. It's fine. This is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> he, there was there so was a little bit of BS in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, this yeah. is worth it. It didn't really sound sincere. My, my real-life uh, bluff check is nowhere near as high as my d <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll initiative. That's a nerd joke. Don't worry about it. You'll get it when you're older. So, Frank, how did you get into making mead? My grandpa made mead. Uh, he would share mead, and the room would just light up. And then I read all the epic stories about mead and uh, it goes back from 9,000 years ago in China. People are drinking mead. The Horn of Africa, there's a mead tradition that is still active and alive. There's mead in India, in Scandinavia, in yeah, Central America. The Vikings, the Vikings with their, their mead halls. So this this is this is like universal. This is the universal language of alcohol is what mead is. Totally. And, and it was like the drink of the gods. And so there's traditions where you would drink mead together and the gods would come down to the party. We're going to see them <laughs> Tonight, can you drink we enough? Got six, six different kinds, yeah. and we're gonna get into them. In fact, let's uh, let's start with this beautiful rosy-colored uh, mead you poured out. Yeah, this is our Verano Rojo. Chris uh, Hare, our director of R and D and operations, developed it. Yeah, so this is a session mead, a little lower alcohol, um, and we use a clover honey for it, and then flavor it with hibiscus, ginger, and lemon. Oh my goodness! Oh, is, that's is, why it's pretty in pink. It's so zesty. Mm-hmm. So what what is the normal ABV of mead? I mean, it can be pretty much anything. Right for us, uh, we tend to do most of our stuff around twelve percent. So, so what make what makes a session mead for you? Slightly lower alcohol, apparently. I, I know that, <laughs> but eleven <laughs> percent. I understand that I'm not going from a normal of twelve to a normal of eleven. Eight and a half percent ABV. So wait, what? Yeah. Eight and a half percent. It's a session. You know? It tastes like delicious fruit punch. I got a feeling that's going to catch up with us sooner or later. Yeah, just, is, is my face as rosy as the drink yet? Not, not yet. We're but getting there. I'll work I, on it. The, the nose on it, and the, the aromatics, there's there's a certain floralness to it. Now, that's from the hibiscus probably, right? And the ginger? Yeah. Clover honey's there in the background, mm-hmm. too, giving it this nice base note of floral. 
but then the ginger and the hibiscus really make it. Do you use different types of honey, like sage honey, clover honey, orange honey? Totally. When we go through the flight tonight, you'll get, I think, four different honeys in this flight, and that'll really show this fundamental difference between different kind of honeys and how they add cool. to different mead varietals. Just some uh, some UK rowdy rock and roll. I want to start with the Sex Pistols, just because yeah. it's Friday night! Oh, I take no responsibility for anything that comes out of Ken's mouth tonight. Actually, I take no responsibility for anything that comes out of Ken's mouth most nights. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy along with our friends from Golden Coast Mead. We've got uh, James, Frank, and Chris here. We started off with a uh, a sessionable mead, which I, I guess sessionable means it's almost 9%, and uh, it only goes up from here. So at this point, if you're going to hang around, I, I'm not responsible for what happens. Now that that's out of the way, we can talk about what we're really here to talk about. Drinking. The alcohol. Yay. The drinking. And the mead. Now, the reason you guys are here is because somehow you got roped into this Spamalot play that is coming to San Diego. How 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 did that happen? So we were actually talking to you guys about um, you know how how we could work together, and the and George, your sales rep, said, "Well, we're doing this Monty Python thing at the Escondido Center for Performing Arts." And I said, "They have a chalice in that, don't they?" <laughs> Let's put some meat in that chalice. You're the one who put this all together. You and George. I love that because honestly, if I'm going to go see Spamalot, uh, to drink mead and watch only makes it even funnier. So uh, this is kind of something that uh, we could enjoy while watching Spamalot. What is uh, what is this next mead we're going to be drinking? So this is something, something dark side. It's a Ooh. sour boche. And we caramelized Hawaiian wildflower honey, fermented it with a lactobacillus culture that's found in the beehive and ale yeast. So it gets up to 12%. Wait, could you repeat that all, but say it nice and slow in a whispered I, voice? I want to know, okay, so you said it's a Boche. What makes yeah. a Boche? Because the only thing I know is Bobby Boche. Bobby Boche. He uh, knows. So a Boche is the style of mead you get when you caramelize the honey before you ferment it. So it converts the fructose and glucose into uh, maltose and dextrose and other kind of more complex I love it. fermentable sugars. Uh, then you know you're dehydrated. Uh, Wait, is this going to be on the test? Should I be writing this down? No, but I, I'm, I'm living for this moment right now. This, this is, is awesome. So it, it changes the body and the flavor profile of the mead pretty significantly. You get a, a really complex mid palate that um, gets super rich and like fruit leather. I do get, actually, that's funny that you mentioned that because as it goes down, I do get almost that, that fruit leather off the back of my tongue as it as it washes out. With the tartness from that lactobacillus yeah. culture. Yeah, I love this mead because it's, uh, it's like drinkable. You can just come home from work and enjoy a glass or you can sit down and really nerd out on it because there's a lot of layers to it. Oh, this is this is more complex than most of the $6 wines I've been drinking. Yeah. This is sophisticated. Now, oh, now how do we I feel man. smarter? How well, do we that's why get the gods come down and party with us? <laughs> how do we get your mead? Are you carried in bottle shops around San Diego? Do we have to go to where your tasting room is? So we're working on expansion, uh, but right now we are available at our tasting room in Oceanside, and then the farmers markets in San Diego, uh, Little Italy farmers market, Ocean Beach farmers market, and uh, Hillcrest every other month. Ooh, and, and uh, we have a tasting room in Julian, or just outside of Julian as well. How is that working out? It's pretty epic. People come up for the snow, come up for adventure local, and then they're like. Oh, I'm I'm gonna try that meat stuff, and then they're like, yeah. "Oh, why is this not a part of my life?" You know, because because where I live, it's actually probably closer for me to drive to Julian than it is to drive to Oceanside. We call it our outpost. Oh, mm-hmm. I am so <laughs> there. Do you have this any weekend. meats that? Pair well with apple pie. All means pair well with <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Spoken like a true champion of his craft. All right, we're I gonna like take a mine break. with the cheddar, <laughs> we please. Come back. We're going to have some more music to go with this. And another mead, because apparently we're going to get through six tonight. <laughs> Maybe.
Ken, you know this man is very passionate about his job when he starts to try and tell us about what we're drinking before we're even on the air. And, you know, he's going from science to, like, ancient folklore to the etymology of the word medicine. Have you ever thought of teaching a class in alcohol? He does. Wait, since since when have you been a college professor? UC Davis is teaching mead-making courses, and so I've gotten to go up there a couple of times and and teach at UC Davis. You've been a guest professor at UC Davis. Uh, Lecturer. Wow. We, We are a Amongst the high and mighty, <laughs> the gods are starting to descend right now. Yeah, <laughs> tonight during the rock and roll I'm happy hour, hammered like <laughs> Thor's hammer. Get it? Getting hammered tonight. We're drinking with our friends from Golden Coast Mead. You find them in Oceanside, and as we just learned, or I just learned, you might have already known this. They have a, a outpost out in Julian, and so if you'd like to grab that when you're uh, spelunking around the East County of San Diego, grab some. We just uh, finished the something something dark side, which you said was a boche, right? So that that had uh, you said caramelized honey. Yep, and then some other stuff added to that and then the Verona Rojo which we started off with the the session mead and now we're doing something so this is another type of boche right right so we take this this is called Fafner's heart after the dragon that uh, destroys from from Norse mythology the universe oh <laughs> uh, yeah Fafner so this is the something something dark side with cherries and coriander, coriander, coriander. added those are some really deep cooking spices yeah and I mean, the layers that it adds are beautiful coriander gives it an amazing finish you can taste the cherries but it's not a sweet cherry it's a very dry cherry and i think the coriander on the back end of this is just sold yeah well he's gushing am i gushing yeah you're not even drunk yet this is amazing am i I (laughs) it's awfully suspect let me ask you when when it comes to things like this you change things in the sea uh, the seasons so is, is this something that's new for spring is this something that was a fall winter we try to have something new on tap every weekend and so this was one of those meads probably two months ago uh, and it just proved to be so popular that we've now remade it three times i don't think there's there's any any person who enjoys a good beverage that wouldn't enjoy this whether you enjoy wine, whether you enjoy cider, whether you enjoy beer. This is just, it's, it's all around, it's complex and layered. Yeah, and like whiskey and brandy, I think, come yeah. over into this category. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a big scotch guy, and uh, this is very reminiscent to uh, some of the, the uh, single malts that I drink. I come uh, from a long line of little scotch guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we, but we're angry. <laughs> You know, we're going to play this song before Ken gets way too deep into his Scottish heritage. I'm calling I want to I want to talk about an event that's coming up on next Thursday with you guys. But first, let's get into this. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. We've got Chris, James, and Frank from Golden Coast Meetup in Oceanside. Watching you two have your little pissing match is just about <laughs> the most fun I think I've, I've seen all night. This because a quick study, man. Because, well, no, he's just a smartass, Frank. That's the that's way right. it goes. So you're you're a uh, a guest lector at uh, UC Davis, and he drinks beer with me every Friday yeah, night. And he helped he helped bring craft brew to San Diego. This yeah, is, uh, and now I just drink it, and I uh, I expound upon the fact that uh, Coastal Sage Club is rich with uh, this uh, sage that's in this mead, but it's actually not a true sage. So we needs in. See, I told you, I told you, this is where it's, it was going. It's Artemisia, not Salvia. I, I thought I I instantly thought it was Salvia. My my bad. So. We're drinking mead. Mead is based from honey. Honey takes a lot of characteristics 
characteristics by what's around the hive. It's what the the bees are grabbing onto, what they're grabbing pollen from, and nectar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it changes what it tastes like. Now, one of the things to note about that is that with honey, there is no gluten. So this everything you make is gluten-free. Gluten-free, preservative-free. Now, now that's interesting. You said it's preservative-free. We're going to dip into the vault here, this one we're about to drink. This is, you said, three years old? Three years old. What is it? It's our East County Mirth. So Mirth is a series where we take a varietal honey from a place and then try to bring out the characteristics Whoa. of that honey that reflect the flowers and the ecosystem that that honey came from. Smells like Jeremy's backyard. <laughs> well, you know, I do I do have a lot of uh, local flowers in my backyard, mainly because mm. I don't weed. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect environment for the bees. Yeah, yeah. And we, we do have a lot of bees. Multiple times we've had hives roll through our backyard. Yeah. So, you Magic. know, it's, it's, it's always cool to see those. Wow, that is, that is such a... That is, it that does is, it does sort of smell like a nature hike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so I, I, obviously this this must be East County honey, right? Totally. Uh, Harbison Canyon is named Harbison Canyon after John Harbison, who is the guy that brought beehives to California through the Panama Canal. And uh, his grandson actually lives out there still and keeps bees, which is super cool. But he would sell a beehive for a golden coin. And Harbison Canyon honey was shipped across America. It was this famous, uh, super delicious honey. And so remaking this mead from that honey, well, I don't know if they were making the mead back then, but uh, actually there's a story about a lady in uh, Julian who made mead back in the early or the late 1800s. Have you ever been on Jeopardy? (laughs) (laughs) This is why we get nothing done at work. (laughs) (laughs) It's from rabbit hole to rabbit hole to rabbit hole. James, you don't understand. I'm eating this up. This is amazing. I I want to be a fly in the wall in your meadery just to listen to him tell me stories Thanks, yeah. wow so so hopefully this honey kind of tells that story this mead kind of gets people thinking about how different honeys reflect the place and when you drink the drink and you like the drink you're basically saying i like this place this place is special and i want to pour it for my friends as frank is fond of saying each sip you take is a taste of 10,000 flowers and it's 10,000 flowers from that second in time that the bees collected it and brought it back, brought the nectar back, and converted it to honey. James, that's beautiful. Well, I'm on my fourth mead. <laughs> <laughs> this point, we're going to park it there. When we come back, we've got one more, and this is actually going to be two. We're going to do a side-by-side. Since it's no preservative, since it's gluten-free, we're doing a mead that is six years old next to a mead that is five years old. And I cannot wait. It is the Rock and Roll Half here on All 949. It's Jeremy with me, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. We've got Chris, James, and Frank from Gold Coast Mead. You'll find them pouring mead at Spam a lot. Also, I, I think we have an event coming up with you guys next Thursday. Uh, we're uh, we're going to send Jack out there for. Uh, we're going to meet a lot. <laughs> we're going to meet a lot. <laughs> is, is that like a meet up? But I think we're going to we're going to do a costume competition. So if people want to show up in their uh, Knights of the Round Table best or uh, whatever they can we justify, ham and jam and some. Camelot. So so can oh. I can I put a little uh, little knight's hat on and then run with coconuts into your tasting room? Exactly. Yes. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to build a big wooden rabbit. <laughs> and please bring your shrubberies. Yeah. Not a very large one, nothing too expensive. Watch out to get us <laughs> you want more details on that? It's on our website at alt949radio.com. And uh, Frank wanted to end with this. We're doing a side-by-side tasting of, of two meads. This is a, another specific type of mead, isn't it? Yeah, so we call this Savage Bois. It's a oaked California wildflower mead with an ale yeast. Uh, the first one's five years old. The second one's six years old. These are actually our second and first batches of this mead. 
need respectively. So it's a pretty special thing to share with you guys. Stoked to be able to drink some with you. And it's called a blah? Bois. Play on the French, actually. Uh, bois. bois means to drink, but it also means uh, forest. And savage means wild. So it's a wild drink with wild wood. That's wild, baby. It's got a it's got a substantial sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. That's remarkable. It's not like a saccharine sweet. It's it's mm-hmm. a really just mellow, warm. I guess I can descri- describe it what it is. It's a honey sweet. Mm, yeah. And uh, as you saw as we opened the bottle, it was overcarbed. So it did a lot of <laughs> bottle conditioning. So you're getting that super fine champagne bubble with it. Yeah, and the, the, you can feel that in the mouthfeel mm-hmm. it, itself. I wish this is something that people could actually taste since it's not something you guys have readily, readily available now. This is a vault series mead. And this it, is amazing. So the, the next Thanks, one babe. behind it, uh, yeah. what, what am I expecting to get in, the, in the, the difference in age? Actually, this is an opportunity to appreciate a lot of different things that we do here. So... It is the same California wildflower honey, but it's a different year. And so that honey will be a different base note. The uh, oak amount that we used was a bit differently, different. And then the fermentation came off differently as well because this was primarily bulk fermented in the tank and then bottled right off the tank, uh, whereas the first one was fermented in the bottle. So you kind of have a champagne going, champagne thing going on with the first one, and then a more traditional fermentation with the second one. Yeah, having that bottle condition, you almost get like this this smoother, silkier mouthfeel to mm-hmm. it. Green apple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one, it uh, it, it almost uh, it has a tartness to it. Yeah, and like the roundness on it. Like, do you taste how that age leads it, to just... This is more of a brute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That, that, that's a really good way to describe yeah. it. Well, thank you, Jeremy. If, if, well, if we want to find everything that involves Golden Coast Mead, where, where do we start? www.goldencoastmead.com. Do you know that Lake Mead is made up of entirely fermented honey? <laughs> that's why they call it Lake Mead. And at this point, Ken is drunk, so we're going to call it a night. Chris, James, Frank, thank you guys for your time. Thank you for the Bravo, amazing guys. job you do with yeah. mead. Awesome. Don't write mead off. Thinking, well, it's not a beer, it's not a, it's not a spirit. Give me the chance. <laughs> oh, Support the bees, drink mead. <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.